0: Join us for a life changing experience as you listen to this message.
1: Amen. Amen. Your amen is very weak. Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the name of the Lord this afternoon. We just want to minister unto the Lord. We know that our God is mighty. He's a mighty warrior. He's great in battle. There is nothing too difficult. There is nothing too hard for him. So we are just here this afternoon to encourage you and to encourage ourselves. Amen. Jehovah is your name Oh Jehovah is your name Mighty warrior great in battle Jehovah is your name your name, Mighty Warrior, great in battle, Jehovah is your name, Jehovah is your name, Jehovah is your name, Jehovah. Name. Jehovah, raise your name. Jehovah, raise your name. Jehovah Hallelujah. Your name. Father, we bless your name, Jehovah. Jehovah your name. Sing it again. Jehovah, raise your name. Jehovah Over is your name. Is oh, we bless you, Lord Jehovah.
2: December, we had a communion service, and it was such an amazing service. Reverend Osset led us um, to make some pronouncements, very powerful pronouncements. And my friends and family know that I talk to everything. If you are an orange in my house, I talk to you, stuffed animals, chairs, anything in my house gets spoken to. So I was very happy when we were making those pronouncements, because it was like, yes, this is what I like, you know. So we made a lot of confessions, and then I went home Tuesday morning. My throat felt a little funny, and I don't get colds. Some of this testimony may sound a little arrogant, but I'm a child of God. So I'm standing as a child of God. So please, receive it that way. Amen. I don't get colds. So when my throat felt funny, I made my concoction of honey and tea and ginger and uh, cinnamon stick and all the good stuff, and I drank it because I don't get colds. So um, Wednesday evening, it felt a little... Weird, not worse, but a little weird. So Thursday morning, I go to work, and by the time Thursday morning came, my throat was swollen shut. I couldn't swallow, I couldn't drink water, I couldn't do anything. But I had to go to work because if I didn't go, it would create a ripple effect for other people. So I showed up. As soon as I got there, people took a look at me and said, you look awful, (laughs) you shouldn't be here. So, my client's daughter said, I'm going to the pharmacy, I'll get you something. I described my symptoms. She went and she brought me these pills. They were like the size of um, a rice grain. And when I read the instructions, it said, take one 24 hours. The first thing I said to myself was, what's wrong with them? Do they know what, what is going on? <laughs> so I took it. And Between Thursday afternoon and Sunday, I had used 40 facial masks. My nose was dripping, not mucus, water. My eyes were running. My eyes were red. And a couple of days later on, and the fatigue was just unbelievable. I was just in a terrible place. A couple of days later, I'm standing in my room, and like I said, I talk to everything. So I just opened my mouth and I said, what type of cold is this? And right away, the Holy Spirit said, this is not a cold. This was supposed to be lung cancer. I didn't know the symptoms of lung cancer. Actually, it was only three weeks ago when this testimony was planned that I googled the indications or whatever. And it was all there. The reason why I said what type of cold is this was my diaphragm and my my chest. I wasn't coughing, but I was in so much pain in my chest that I had never felt before. And that's why I was saying that. I felt like, okay, if it's a cold, then this is a little different type of cold. And then right away, the Holy Spirit said, remember the communion service what you said. And that communion service, most of the confessions were about all types of cancer. And so I'm just saying this to glorify God and also to encourage us. When we come and things are being said, I always tell some of my friends, you have come on the train, the bus, you drove, you paid the tolls, boldly get into the service. Say it. Repeat it. If it's a leg that is being lifted, lift it. If it's a hand, lift it. If it's a clap, clap it. If it's a dance, dance. Especially the things that are being told to us to repeat from the pulpit. I tell you, they work. Amen. Um, This um, narrative was written a while ago, was scheduled to be recited, then it was postponed and this will also tie in into everything. This morning when Reverend Nana was, uh, Pastor Nana was preaching, it was amazing that everything he was saying is right here. The narrative is entitled, The Reason Behind Our Praise. From the throes of sin and the pits of hell, when we were dead and the days of our mourning was over, you called us forth to resurrection and abundant life. From the highways and byways, wandering as lost travelers with no rest for our weary souls, you became our direction, our guide, and gave us rest in you. From the parched and dangerous grazing fields, you guarded us as a shepherd, you led us to green pastures. That's the reason behind our praise. When they call us ugly and weird, you call us fearfully and wonderfully made. When they rejected us, you chose us and called us your friends. When they washed their hands off of us and gave up on us, you gave us a second chance. When we're sentenced to death, you paid the price and set us free. That's the reason behind our praise. From the dry deserts and barren wilderness, you caused us to burst forth like springs of water. From obscurity and isolation, You set us apart as a chosen generation. From the outer courts and outside the curtain, you brought us into the Holy of Holies as a royal priesthood. From the downtrodden of society and lowest of tribes, you made us a holy nation, a city set on a hill. That's the reason behind our praise. When the enemy was plotting and planning against us, you became our hiding place and strong tower. When sickness and disease threatened to ravage our bodies, you healed us by your stripes. When the canker worms and little foxes destroyed our vines, you restored to us a hundredfold. When they were busy forming weapons against us, you had already given us the greatest weapon of all, your name, Jesus. That's the reason behind our praise. From spiritual blindness and lack of vision, you opened our eyes, the eyes of our understanding, to behold the mysteries of your glory. You unclogged our ears to hear your voice. From poverty and hunger, you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You fill our mouths with good things. From abandonment and loneliness, you adapted us into the family of saints. From bondage and servanthood, You paid the ransom and invited us to sit in the courts of kings and rulers. That's the reason behind our praise. When when we were thrown into the lion's den, you caused their jaws to close shut. In the fiery furnace condemned to die, you made the fire lose its ability to burn us. When we drank poison, it did not kill us. When we stepped on serpents, they could not harm us. When we were trapped, you rescued us out of the snare of the fowler. That's the reason behind our praise. When the powers that be plotted to starve us, you opened their grain storehouses and fed us. When the angel of death sought to destroy our offspring, you became our Passover lamb. When Pharaoh's horsemen and chariots pursued to recapture us, you opened the sea and swallowed them up. When our very lives were required for the wages of our sins, you shed your blood on the cross in our place. That's the reason behind our praise. No longer deplorable and unlovable, for you have made us your beloveds. No longer weak and afraid, for you have given us a sound mind and made us strong. No longer foreigners and aliens in a strange land. For you have naturalized us as citizens of heaven. No longer timid, stutterers, and scared cowards. For you have made us bold witnesses unto the ends of the earth. That's the reason behind our praise. With a belt of truth buckled around our waists, and the breastplate of righteousness in place, with our feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace, we will take up the shield of faith and put on the helmet of salvation. We will fearlessly carry the sword of the Spirit and stand firm as ambassadors of the Word of God. We will stand our ground against evil rulers, wicked authorities, powers of darkness, and spiritual forces that wrestle against us. We will fight the good fight of faith. For we know that even in death, we will rise again to reign with you victoriously in the new Jerusalem. That is the reason behind our praise. Amen.
3: I
4: I think you should stay there for us to pray for you, please. Church, why don't you stretch forth hands and pray for such a powerful testimony? Because Satan does not like when a testimony is given. Now it has been exposed. He's aware. So I want you to pray and seal what the Lord has done in her life in the name of Jesus. Please stretch forth hands towards her. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, touch your daughter. Touch her. Cleanse her from all unrighteousness. Father, we know that she has overcometh. She has overcometh every evil ways, every satanic ways over her life. Victory is on her side. We speak power of God over her. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ to sanctify her. Cleanse her from all unrighteousness. My God, my King, my Savior, give her a new heart. Take away every stony heart and let her feet be established in your presence all the days of her life. Father, we bless you and receive the crown of blood over your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Good morning, everyone. And you are all welcome to Manhattan Kodesh Family Church. Um, If you see me here, it's because Reverend Kwame is not here today. Um, Not that he's tired and sleeping. Yesterday we had a um, a funeral, a a sitting, gathering for our sister. She was there. I mean, he was there throughout the time and then left and had all of us, the pastors, have not been sleeping. We had a prayer throughout the whole night So this morning with Apostle Joel. Um, I have been tired. I have not been sleeping for the last three days, not even uh, uh, two hours sleeping because... There's another event that was going on somewhere else. But through it all, the Lord has given us strength. He has given us strength for us to be here. So I'm really urging you to to sit tight before the presence of the Lord and receive his word and let his word manifest over you. And as Reverend Kwame is not here, I believe he's absent in body but in spirit with us. And the power of God is with us here. Um, He's ministering in another church. Reverend have many churches that he oversees, and he has gone to minister there. Many of us went went to secondary school in the boarding house. And in the secondary school, you keep feeding with um, Gary and Shito all the time. Then one weekend, you get your parents visiting you. It's like the whole life has changed. When you see your parents coming, then you realize they are going to eat a special food. How many of you can attest to what I'm saying? Wonderful. It means you went to good school. If you didn't go to good school, your parents didn't visit (laughs) Yeah, that's how it is. And Reverend Kwame, by the grace of God, has been feeding us with the Spirit of God. And then because he has so many, he has to also go and visit the others because they also need a divine strength and encouragement and power of the lord, so today if you, if you don 't see him not that he 's sleeping he 's ministering in another church. put your hands together why don 't you stand onto your feet and let us praise the name of the lord listen please i don 't if I want you to bear with me, I know we far fetched the time because of the testimonies and the things going on, but sit tight for what the Lord is going to do with us i 'm not going to take your time at all because I'm not worthy to stand in this office to preach to such wonderful ones that the Lord has given to us. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floor gates of heaven. Let it
5: rain.
2: Let it rain.
5: Let it and open, come on. And open the, the floodgates flood flood of
4: heaven. Let it rain. Why don't you lift up your hands? do to the Lord I believe God is
3: Christ going to speak to you all. as you surrender rain. yourself. Jesus, so open, 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 open the floodgates flood 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 of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain on me. Let it rain on our people. Let it rain on them. Let it rain, Holy Spirit. Let your presence rain. Let it fall on us. Let your presence fall on us, O God. Let it rain. Let it rain. Holy Father, Haro, Nerevo, let it rain. yes Let it rain. let it rain God. Anoint us, oh God. Up In the the tongue, oh God. Open the Anoint the tongue, oh God. Open the Anoint us, the oh God. Anoint us, O oh God. God. Anoint us, O God. God. Anoint us, O let it rain. O God. Anoint let it rain my God. Jesus. open, open, open the 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 flag. Flag. Heaven. Let it rain, Let your rain. It rain, Open the floodgates, open the floodgates of heaven.
4: The floodgates of heaven unto us this morning, oh God, Father. This afternoon, let the open let the heavens be open unto us. Let your rain, your spirit, rain on us. Let it saturate us that our life will never be the same. We pray that, Lord, your spirit will take away every burden on us, that our heart will be empty to receive from you, Father. Forgive us the things that we have done that does not please you. We know that as we are asking for forgiveness, we will leave this place and do the same. Yes, you love us, you have never left us nor forsaken us, you have never abandoned us, oh God. You said, whilst we were yet sinners, you sent your only begotten Son Jesus Christ to come and die for us,
1: cleanse us from all unrighteousness,
4: Holy Spirit. We pray that you give us. The mind of receptive, oh God. Let our mind be open to receive from you. The heart of receptive, oh God. Let our heart be open, oh God, and receive from
1: you. Give us the open minded
4: and the heart of receptive, Holy Spirit.
1: May we embrace your word. Give me,
4: Holy Spirit, the tongue of learning, that I may not speak my own words, but your spirit, oh God, will speak through me. I humble myself before this precious one. Let it have one accord, one spirit to connect. That your word this afternoon will manifest over us. Holy Spirit, let it rain.
1: Open oh, we thank you, Lord. We bless you.
4: We honor you. In Jesus' name that
1: we pray. And let
4: everything here say amen. amen. Why don't you make a louder shout unto the Lord. If you are happy before God, if you are happy before the presence of the Lord, make a noise unto the Lord. Thank you very much. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. I am going to share with you the word of God. And everything that I read is from Jesus Christ. Please do not look at the body that you are seeing right now. Other than that, you will not receive nothing. This body is dead. This body does not look pleasant before you. But if you begin to receive what is coming unto you, then you begin to see Christ in your life. For Bible says, the words that I speak, they are spirits. So, if I'm, sitting, if I'm standing here and I'm talking to you about Jesus, I'm speaking spirit into your life. I'm speaking life unto you. Hallelujah. Receive the spirit of God over your life. Receive the life of God over your life. In Jesus' name. This afternoon, with a few minutes that I have, I want to talk to you about what many Christians are looking for. The reason why we come to church, the reason why we wake up every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Friday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, prayer meeting, every, whatever you're doing, is because of what we want from God, true or false? Very good. Are you with me? Very good. I want to talk to you about the blessings of the Lord. I thought somebody was going to clap his hands. You don't want the blessings? Or what do you want? No, no, seriously. What do you want from God? Do you want the blessings of God? I only heard from this side. And there are few that are sitting here than this side. Do you want the blessings of the Lord? And if you want the blessings of of the Lord, what does the blessings of the Lord mean to you? What does the blessings of the Lord mean to you? It's a Sunday service, but it can talk. Liz, talk to me.
0: To sustain your life.
4: Sustainability. Powerful. Evelyn.
2: Good health, peace, and prosperity.
4: Good health peace and prosperity Dog. abundant life abundant, abundant life. life prince peace peace the peace of god which surpasses all understanding mama may what is the blessing of the lord and the
0: lord would order my steps, Your
4: steps. Yes. shall be ordered by the grace of God. Hansel. Cash. Cash. La Jean, La Jean. all of you who are sitting here. <laughs> it, added no it added no sorrow. Superstar, what are the blessings of God over your life? Every single good thing. The Bible says that every good thing comes from who? The Lord. Cynthia, you've been praying for the blessings of the Lord. What is the blessings of the Lord?
0: Gift of life.
4: Gift of life. Gift of hope. Put your hands together for yourself. Pastor, you were only on this side. How about us? We don't need blessings. We want blessings. My brother, do you want the blessings of the Lord? And if you do, what it is that you need? Benediction. 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 Wow. Powerful. Diana. Peace. Peace. You're going to tell me, baby
0: grace of God
4: grace doctor
0: peace
4: peace of God Emmanuel what do you want God what, do you, what blessing do you want from God
0: happiness. happiness
4: happiness Joyce did you hear that are you praying happiness for your son he just said happiness you have no problem all that your son wants is happiness Happiness <laughs> Make sure Emmanuel receive his happiness. Well, all your sayings are right, but let's see what God is talking about his blessings. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Oh, Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, speak to us. King of kings, Jesus, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Everybody say after me, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. His name is established in the heavens. His glory fills the earth as the waters covers the sea. Today, I declare the testimony of the Lord to the nations. Jehovah is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. I know who I am in Christ. I am an ambassador for Christ. I am salt to the earth. I am light to the world. I am a city set on a hill. I cannot be hidden. I will not be cast aside. The Lord, my God has planted me like a tree by the waters. My roots are deep. My branches are wide. My fruits are marvelous. I am blessed beyond measures. Therefore, I will bless the name of the Lord from generation to generation. Though darkness may cover the earth, yet I arise. I shine. My light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Yes, the glory of the Lord is risen upon me in Jesus' name. If you agree with me, give make a note unto the Lord. be <clears> to <throat> oh, God. Today, I want you to believe what God is doing and what He's going to do for you. Your life will never be the same. A lot has been said from this pulpit in the last few months. And those words are the words of Jesus Christ. Those words have come to transform us. But I believe the blessings that God has given to us today, the Lord is going to define them to us so that we will all begin to enjoy as children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 10.22, the Bible said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. I'm preaching from labor to be blessed labor to be blessed labor not to be rich how many of you can really argue on the title of this book that you your life is labor to be rich true or false nobody say it. when you go to work and they don't pay you would you go would you go so do you, why do you go to work? When, for what? For what? Money. Say it loud. Listen, let's not be too spiritual here. We all know what, what we, the reason why we are in America. We have not come here to, to labor to be blessed. We have come to labor to be rich. Your dream is to have an American house, a car, a building home, and have all the necessary things that you need. Rich, if you don't have the money, you can buy them. That is the mind of a man. But is that the mind of God? Let's see. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. Many of you can attest that there are a lot of people who have money and still not be happy. A lot of people have millions of dollars and are still living in sorrow. Still living in sorrow. Rich people are killing their spouses. They have all that they need to be happy, but that what they have accumulated, what is being accumulated, is not making them happy. Because of that, they are killing. True or false? How many of you have heard a wealthy person who has killed his wife before? It's a lot. And he may say, so many. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, I believe the blessing manifests intangibly in every area of our life. And if God is saying that his blessings make it rich and add no sorrow. Indeed, He's so true. Hallelujah. Now, note this, that the blessing of the Lord is rich. That's what he says, correct? The blessing of the Lord is rich, right? You're shaking your head. You say, yeah, it's not true. The blessing of the Lord is not rich. It said, it make it. So there is a blessing that God will give to you. The blessing that God will give to you. It is not necessarily that when you receive the blessing of the Lord, you will be rich. It is not automatically that the blessing of the Lord make you, it will, it will rich in your life. But it will make you rich. It will make you rich. So, let's say if God bless you, a partner, this is the reason why many of us, you should not look at the partner's bank account before you marry. Because that money is not going to make you happy. I've seen people who are married to rich people and they are not happy. As a matter of fact, they don't get to see their spouse. Your spouse have misses and mistresses because you married to money. You didn't marry to your spouse, and that money does not make you rich. It is the blessing that make you rich. It is the blessing that will bring wealth unto you. It make it. When you have the blessing, if you sit on it, that's not, it's not going to make you rich. Something must be done. And through that, you will become rich. And how do you define rich to you? Hallelujah. What is rich to us? How, when we talk about the blessing, I want us to see, we're going to look at three things here. How far the blessings of the Lord go how magnitude, how big that God is talking about, how it is and what it is. Then we will look at how it works and the process for us to receive from. Are you happy with that? Are you ready for it? Do you want to receive that? Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 5. I want you to remember this scripture. This is our main scripture. I'm preaching from labor to be blessed And a lot of them I summarize from some chapters to chapters. Just want to get understanding of why Bishop is saying we should labor to be blessed but not to rich. There's so significant meanings to this. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy 28.1. Let me give you the background prior to the 28th. From 25 to 27, this is where the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt when the Lord brought them. So many things, so many laws were given to them. They were doing all sorts of things. Back then, you will slap Antiphila, and Antiphila will also slap you back. It's a give and take. Nothing for free. You, 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 if you steal, they stone you, they kill you. A lot of things. If you commit fornication, many of us could have been dead then, if that's, that law still exists. <laughs> Hallelujah. That was the law. But the Lord. The Lord came and gave them a new covenant. God does not cease, does not remember your sins anymore. If you are sitting here and you are still thinking about your past, and because you think because of your past, that's the reason why you are not dealing, you are not doing well. I want you to change your mind today. Your past does not count now. Some of you, you've committed murders. You are still here. God, God has saved you. Say amen. You don't believe that you have committed a murder. The Bible says that if you are angry with your brother, you are what? A murderer. How many of you have been angry with your brothers and their sisters? Yes. And you are not responding as if... <laughs> Everything that I say, if it's not in the Bible, we will not take it. Hallelujah. Amen. So Deuteronomy 28 gives you the background of The blessings of the Lord and what the blessings are. And these blessings that we are going to read, it's like, you know, many of us, when we go for insurance, there are two of them, right? The comprehensive and what? The liability, correct? The comprehensive is the big one, the good one that you need. And this is how this blessings of the Lord is to us. The 28 says, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently... Unto the voice of the Lord thy God, if thou, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice, if we can hear, if we can listen to the voice of God, to observe and to do all His commandments, the instructions, the directives that give to us from here and from the book of the holy or the holy book, this is what is going to happen to us, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. I see you sitting over the nations. I see you ruling cities and nations. God is lifting you up this afternoon. Hallelujah. Verse 2. And all these blessings, now here it is, the blessings are being listed here, shall come on thee and overtake thee, your blessings is about to overtake you in the name of Jesus. You will have more than you can carry in the name of Jesus. The, the, the roses is coming over you. Hallelujah. Your, your table will overflow. Hallelujah. Oh, your children will overbless. Over hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. You see, in every blessing, the Lord is saying, If thou shalt hearken, if only we can hear, if only we can listen, if only we can yield to counsels in our midst. Many of us are struggling. We are giving all that we could give, we are paying all that we could pay. We are paying every tithe, everything. And as a matter of fact, some of you are even paying more. But yes, so we are struggling. Could it be that we are not obeying the word of God? Could it be that we are not hacking to his voice? Hallelujah. Many of us sit with pastors. As a matter of fact, many of you pray to God for, for God to give you grace to forgive. But when you leave, you don't even go back and reconcile. Meanwhile, you are angry with the person. But you have prayed fully. And you were even crying. Lord, forgive me that I may forgive one another. Now, you are expecting God to forgive you. But the person that you prayed, that Lord should give you the grace to go back to reconcile, you couldn't even pick up a phone, which is easy to do because you are behind the scene. Rather than face to face, you couldn't. You left there, you saw the person physically, you rolled your eyes, and you still went ahead. But you have prayed. If we can in unto the voice of the Lord. Verse 3. Blessed shall thou be. Now he's listening them to us. Blessed shall thou be in the city. You will be blessed in any city that you find yourself. No matter where you go, no matter where, you can live in Dawadawa number one and you will be blessed. You will live in America and you will be blessed. You will live in Egypt and you will be blessed. You will live in Liberia and you will be blessed. You will live in Afghanistan and you will be blessed. Any city, any country that you live, any nation, you will be blessed. Because that is the word of God over your life. And blessed shall thou be in the field. Listen, these fingers that I'm looking at, are they all the same? So many of us, we will not, all, all of us will not have the same degree. All of us will not. Some will have masters. Some will have their doctorate. Some, none at all. But I'm assuring you that God said, if you can hack to him, you will be blessed. He will bless you. The blessings of the Lord is on the, on the field. Whatever you find yourself doing, let God be the center of whatever you are doing. And if you do it to please God, He will bless you. I said He will bless you. So don't let your title, don't let your degrees deceive you over others. Because they don't have the same, don't belittle them. Because I have seen people who are doctorate and they still borrow money. As a matter of fact, they have become homeless. But you... You may not have nothing, but by God's grace, you have a roof over your head, bread on the table for you. As a matter of fact, you have your children around you. They have millions, but they cannot concede to bear children. It's a blessing. Their money, their money could not produce children from their womb. But when you hack to the Lord... When you hearken to the Lord, the Bible says that you will be planted by the rivers and your seed shall never be withered. I see your leaves becoming green all the days of your life in Jesus' name. If you believe me, make a louder noise unto the Lord. <laughs> Glory be to God. Verse 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Look, some of us, we have pot belly. That is a blessing to us. Do not be ashamed. Do not be ashamed. Just be content with the Lord. Just hack into the Lord and, and trust Him and walk. Listen, there's nothing that is too difficult for God. You may have a pot belly. If you believe in the Word and you walk in it, that pot belly can be shrink and you become six figures like mine, like mine, like mine. <laughs> You know, many of us are blessed so much that we can eat anything we want to eat, anytime, anywhere, without a shame, at all. It's a blessing. Do you hear? Blessed shall be thy fruit of thy body. Everything that I eat, I maintain. The same. It doesn't grow, it doesn't shrink. (laughs) You try that, it may not be good for you. (laughs) You try that today, it may not be good for you. Lady Pastor, every time I offer her something, she says, please, don't bring yourself. Ever since I've known you, you are the same. But I, I, I heard you eat a lot. And it's true. I love to eat. Yeah. Ah, don't compare. It's a blessing. Yeah. If you try, you'll become like a beer bottle. <laughs> Glory be to God. And the fruit of thy ground... And the fruit of thy ground, everywhere you find yourself working, regardless what you are doing, you will be favored. Your managers will love you. Your colleagues will love you. The people around you will love you. Look, you have found yourself in this church. Everybody loves you. Aren't you blessed? Oh, give a clap of honor to the Lord. I thought you were going to clap. (laughs) Yesterday, I saw the love of God in our lives. You know where Serena lives? God, honestly speaking, is very far. Now, I heard Yannick lives further than Serena. I wanted to visit Yannick (laughs) and his new baby and the wife. But when I had the time, I told Yannick, please have mercy. As a matter of fact, I told the wife that another time I will come. It's like the same journey that I'm coming from New York to Serena's place. And it's quite far. When I saw Sister Caroline, I was like, wow. It takes love. In my language, they have something to say that distance is not a problem when people love you. Wherever, whatever you are doing, they will, they will come. And it's because she also love us. She's very committed to one another. So if you are here, I want you be, to begin to love each other. Because if something happens, wherever you live, you will be there. But if you don't attend to others, nobody will attend to yours. It's so simple. Pastor, Bible says that we don't pay evil to evil. But the Bible says that whatsoever that you sow, so shall you reap. Put your hands together for the Lord. So let the love of God prevail in our midst. Hallelujah. And the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy cane, and the flux of thy sheep continue. Verse 5. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Your basket it shall overflow. Your house you will never lack of. Bread shall always be in your house. Your table will never be dry. Verse 6. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Oh my God. Anytime you step out, the angels of the Lord are guiding you. Look, you drove your car to work. You came back safely. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord has delivered you right there. How many of you have come close to an accident and before you realize it, your car is just standing still? That is the power of the Holy Spirit. I can attest to it. One day I was driving. My goodness, I don't know where this car came from. Red light. I'm on the green. Some guy came, red light in front of me. My car stood still. I said, this is the power of the Holy Spirit. God will protect my going out and He will protect my coming in. So shall it be unto you in Jesus' name. Remember, all these things that I'm declaring to you, God has still not mentioned money, where most of us our mind is always on. Money has deceived us. My brother, La, La, La Jean, La Jean, cannot help you, but this. Is what the blessing of the Lord is. And blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Verse 7. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten. When the enemies come like a flood. I said when the enemies come like a flood to to flood you. He will lift up a standard. I said the Lord will lift up a standard against those enemies over your life. In the name of Jesus. I see God protecting you. I see God delivering you. Who said you will never marry? That's a lie. Don't hear that voice. Who told you that you will never bear children? That is not. The Bible says that the womb belongs to the Lord and he po- provides power. Power. Power comes from the Lord, not from the man. I challenge you today, if that's what you have heard, begin to deny that voice and receive that your womb shall bear fruit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's a declaration. If only you can believe it, it shall work for you. Glory be to God. They shall come out against thee. By all means, the enemy, he always comes. No doubt. That is, that, is, that is the reason why he was cast from the heaven. He came and he told God that I will not go to this hell alone, but I will go with what? Your children. So the Bible said that he is seeking who he will what? devour. And have you forgotten what you were made from? Satan, his, another name is serpent and the food for the serpent. You love to eat. I love to eat. And everywhere we see food, we eat. A serpent needs to eat. You were made from the dust. So you are always breakfast, lunch, dinner for him. That's what he wants. But I come to tell you this. When the blood of Jesus came to to set us free, we became the temple of the Holy Ghost. I said we became the temple of the Holy Ghost. That body that is dust is changed now. That is why you need to work with your spirit. Guard your heart. Don't guard this body because it's dead. This body must be crucified. It's time that we let this body be crucified. And for us to become sensitive to the Holy Spirit, which is the inner part, Satan has no control over that. He has no access to your heart, but he has access to your mind. That's what he prays. That is where Satan plays. So today, work with your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to sit in your heart. Hallelujah. So as he comes one way, as he comes, the Bible said that they will come against thee one way. But guess what? That one way, they will flee away how many times? My God. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 8. The Lord shall command blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. The church will be overflowing because of your presence. Because of your presence, you will bring many. Many people will receive their salvation from this house. Hallelujah. The Bible says that your storehouse, bring your tithe to the storehouse that there shall be what? Meat. Who are, who are those going to eat the meat? The people that you will bring. So God is working within you. The blessing is not money. The blessing is you acknowledging your salvation and working on others so that their life will also be saved. That is the blessing of the Lord. Church, when these blessings are given, then you begin to see the worth. comes to it. Because in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, the Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God. When everything that you do pleases God, when everything that you do pleases him, he tends to give you everything that he wants. When Solomon was talking to God, the reason why Solomon became who he is, is because he did not ask God for money, but he asked for wisdom. What does the wisdom do? The wisdom of God built. The Bible said that a house is built by what? Wisdom. And when you have the wisdom of God, you begin to build his house. And if you build the house of God, God will build your house for you. Glory be to God. And in all that thou settest thy hand unto, everything that you touch, everything, everything. I can't finish this message because of the time I'm looking at it. My time is up. But... There's more in this message that tells us to the point where it gives us some of the things that we should do. I try to give three or four of them, then we can be out of here because of time. But I really studied this, and I realized that most Christians are really searching for money. But the money that we are looking for is with us. God has already been given to us. So we are bouncing it. We hit it, and it bounces, and the money passes, and we go this way. Then the money keeps going. So you search. I search, I search here and there. I turn around here and there. You look, you search, you can't find it. You can't find it because you don't have the knowledge of what it takes to be rich. Because the Bible says that his blessings, he make it rich. The blessing is not rich. The blessing of the Lord is not rich, but it will make you. If the Lord bless you, he's going to give you wisdom to know how to make wealth. If God bless you with a wife and you use the wisdom that God has given to you, the wisdom that God has given preach, to you. Preach, is somebody hearing me? Preach, preach. I'm preaching. That wife, if you nurture, if you nurture the wife, she will become yours. But if you mishandle it, then you will lose it because you've lost the blessing. But the wife is a blessing that you have taken. She's not money. She's not rich. But she's a blessing. Is somebody hearing me? Put your hands together for the Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Now, let me give you a few points. Then we will be out of here. Deuteronomy 28.1, what did Jesus say? He says that, go to verse 3, please. Blessed shall thou be in the city. So, the location, wherever you live, is one of the blessings that God gives to you. The place that you live is a blessing for you. As long as you know how you can manage yourself within the word of God. As long as you will allow the word of God to lead you. The Bible said that do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God. Look, I say this to glorify the name of the Lord. Where I work, I'm not worthy to be there, honestly. I, 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 I came to find out that my position is, is, is completely demanding of a clinician, somebody who is a clinical Either you're a PA, you're a a, a nurse, or whatever you take. That part is there. I have been there, and anyone that is in that role have that. I don't have it. I don't. And amazingly, I precept every site. The NYP New York Presbyterian Church is so big, but I am the one that precepts all of them. And sometimes I ask myself, how did I get there? It just didn't start it just didn't start from that area. And recently, I heard a news that came up that those positions are supposed to be terminated. I said, wow. When I heard it, initially, I wasn't troubled. But then I started noticing that two, two three sides of my colleagues are completely gone. So they sent me email and they were talking to me. I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord. So when I heard it, I called Reverend Kwame and I said, Charlie, Rev, this is what is happening now. But I have been here for almost 25 years. It will not go in rain. Reverend Kwame said, I've heard you praying for people. I've heard you praying. I've, heard you, I've seen you serving God. You are exempt. And I took it by faith. So I was there and some directors called me. And they were talking. And they told me that my position is terminated. But they have all the directors speaking on my behalf. So they cannot let me go. But they have to create something for me. Look. Your location. Your location does not matter. I say this to glorify the name of the Lord. If you have heard bad news, begin to rest in the arms of the Lord. Hold tights unto God. And the Lord will deliver you. Stand onto your feet. I can't change. I can't continue my message because of the time. <laughs> you see, the blessings of the Lord comes with talent, talent and seed. Now, the seed that God gives to you. I have a seed, master seed in my bag. How many of you have seen master seed before? How Many of you have seen Master Seed? Very good. Very tiny. A, a friend of mine brought it from Israel somewhere and they brought me the seed. I kept it in my bag every time I walked with it because I just want to see the magnitude side of the blessing of God, as tiny as it is. The faith, if you have that small faith, like a master seed, the things that you can do in your life, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. So God give us a seed. The seed is not rich. But the seed will make you rich. And every seed starts very small. Many of you who are looking to start things big. Be careful. It's not from God. I'm challenging you today. It's not from God. There's nothing that has started big that is from God. Look at Solomon. He started very small. Look at all the great prophets. David. David. As a matter of fact, he was working on the field when the prophet, he was a shepherd caring for the sheep. When the prophet came, there were so many children of the sons of Jesse. And Jesse called out his favorite children. He called all of them. And then someone said, no. The great prophet, he says, no. No, no not, not this one, not the two, not the three, not the four, not the seven. Then he said, where is the younger one, the handsome one? You, you can be on the field out there. Your beauty. You are a woman. You are here. We are standing at the back. You are sitting. No matter where you are sitting, you will be found and you will become a wife. <laughs> location does not matter. Your location does not matter. But what matters is the word in you. What matters is hacking into the word of God. The Bible said that the blessing of the Lord is naked rich. The blessing is not rich. Please, let's define it well. Let us begin to understand who God is to us. Let's walk in his word. Let's interpret his word properly. I'm not going to stand here and tell you the blessing is the Lord. So come, let me pray for you. In seven days, that blessing is rich. It's not that blessing will make you rich if you begin to hearken unto the Lord. Lift up your hands and speak to the Lord and say, Lord, give me the grace to hearken my voice from the messages that are being preached to me, the counsels that are given to me from the church. In Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15, the Bible says that I will give you pastors. Pastors after his own. Can you project that for me? Now, what God is saying that the pastor that is placed before you, he is the same as him, God. Because the same heart that God has placed, the same heart God has transferred into him. Now, that pastor will feed you with knowledge. That's what we want, don't you? That pastor will feed you with wisdom. Wisdom. That's what we want, don't we? But there is a part that talks about the judgment. Please go back to chapter 3, verse 15. But there's a part that talks about judgment. The judgment part is is what many of us don't want. Now, you cannot receive the knowledge and the wisdom from your pastor when you cannot be reprimanded by him. Many of us don't want to be reprimanded. We don't want the rebukes. We don't want the judgment from, but show me that scripture. Take, take, give me another version. I want you t- to understand what I'm sharing with you. What I'm sharing with you is trying to get you to begin to relate with the messages that are coming from our Father. It's going to change the entire church. And as a matter of fact, the church is about to move to another level of the glory of God. In Jesus' name. Can you find another um, uh, um, version that talks about the, the, the knowledge, the understanding and the judgments. I think it's the amplifier. Hallelujah. So what it's saying to us is that your past I God, I'm putting my heart into the man. The vessel that I have given to you, the chosen one, the pastor. What the pastor is going to? Very good. It says, "I will give you." Is the amplify? Spiritual shepherds. What does the shepherds do? Takes care of the sheep. Very good. After my own heart, God's own heart. In the final time, who will feed you, Uncle Alfred? Who will feed you? With what? With what? With what? And understanding. Now, after the pastor has fed you with knowledge and understanding, he will do what? What is the judgment part of it? This is the part that we don't want. You sit in the council. He's counseling. He's giving you wisdom. It is his fault. He's this. He's this. Then he turns to you. Then he says, but you should have done A, B, C, D. Why didn't you listen? Because you are a man. You see, now he's blaming me. You don't like the judgment part. Now you are relating the man of God to a physical man on the earth. That is not what God is saying. Remember, it is the Lord's heart that is in him for him to speak to you. This is the reason why many of us do not yield to the counsel of the authorities that has placed over them. But today, you are a new person. Today, you are a changed person. Today your heart is softened to re- receive the rebukes, the understanding, and the knowledge. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, lift up your hands and begin to pray. Say, Lord, grant me grace. Begin to pray, grace, Lord, grace to understand, oh Lord, your word, grace to hack into your word, that the blessings will make me worth. It will make you worth. The blessing will make you worth. It will make you worth. You will be wealthy when the word of God. Begin to to work in your life in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have never received an altar call. You have never given your life to Jesus Christ. As I have ministered to you today through his word. If you are here and you don't know him, please lift up your hands where you are. And I will pray with you. A life without Christ is a losing game. Remember, if only you can hack into my word, I will cause my blessings. If only you can respond to the utter call, your life will be saved. Without the salvation, a man cannot enter into the kingdom of God except he be born again. Thank you. Father, thank you for everyone that is here. I lift them up before you. Father, bless their womb, bless their hands, bless their head. Anoint them with oil and cause them to be multiplied. Above all, I pray that, Lord, you will open their ears to hear well, their eyes to be open to see well, and their hearts to be receptive to your word. Grant them the grace, the grace of humility to receive your word. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Give a clap of honor to the Lord, and please be seated. We
0: hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.